Princess Peach, it's a me, Mario. Oh my God, Mario, you saved me from the evil Bowser. I can't believe it. So many of these Goombas are gay. They're going to hell. Um, uh, what? But it's nothing a little uh, conversion therapy can solve. Waha! Oh, shit. Shit, are you for real right now? All gays should be destroyed. It's me. Okay, no, no. Actually, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Bowser just came out as bisexual, so this is highly offensive. I'm actually just going to stay here in his castle. You can beat it, you homophobe. But it's a me. It's a me. It's a me. Hi, did somebody just say something about the Goombas? Let's get them. <laughs> everybody and welcome to episode 196 of comic book queers legacy i am your host brett and joining me is our co-host jeff the last man hi evil jeff hello what's going on over there how are you doing in la look i'm going to tell you something this podcast and just life in general, this podcast, we there's too much going on. There's too much to watch. There's too much to read. There's too much happening. This podcast is going to be like Lee Pace's jeans. They're going to be packed. <laughs> it's going to be packed. There's just so much to cover. And it's not going to end. There's so much to cover. There's more shit um, coming out, too. Oh, my God. There's so much coming out. It's coming out of me. So I think we need to jump right into a hot topic segment. Will you join me on this journey? What are you going to pick? Ooh. Hot topics. Okay, so the first hot topic is something we alluded to in the beginning of this show during our cold open. Um, the voice cast of the animated Mario series, movie? Movie is out. Yes. So Evil Jeff, we've got... Um, Jack Black as Bowser. How do you feel about that? I see it. I totally can see okay. that. Why We've do you not Anya... see that? I do. It's, like, oh, it's okay. fine. I hate Jack Black. You, you hate, Jack, hate Jack, Jack Black? Black right? Why? Yes. What did he ever do he's to you? Just, he's just one of those actors I hate. I never thought Tenacious D was funny. I'm not a big fan of Tenacious D. I love it, but you know, uh, School of Rock is really fun. He's really no, funny in that John Cusack. What's that? High Fidelity? Hate it. Wow. I mean, King Only Kong is like awful. I hate King Kong. Hate him in that, too. Okay. Like him in... Did you ever see Jesus's Son starring Billy Crudup? Starring a young Billy Crudup? No. He's great in that, Jack Black. Well, also, I loved Mr. Show, the sketch, and he was one of the... He was Mr. Mr. Show. Show. Yeah, yeah. He was always the guy in Mr. Show that annoyed me. <laughs> All right. Well, I, your, your I hatred of Jack Black aside, guy. let's talk about the other stars. What do you think about Anya Taylor-Joy, young up-and-comer? Hope It's nice to see her getting some work as Princess yeah. Peach. Yes. Um, um, I think that seems right. She has that big kind of wide-eyed... I can see her being like, oh, save me. Ooh. Uh, but you're not going to see her. It's animated. But I get it. I want to share. We've got Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. And um, who's Donkey Kong again? Who's Donkey Kong? Yeah. Uh, who's playing Donkey Kong? Oh, I didn't see that. Why, I just remember, remember Keegan-Michael Kong? Key is, is Toad. 
Keegan Michael Key is so. I think Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Oh God. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. How about his appearance at the Emmys? He lost some weight. He looks good. He did. He did look good. <laughs> um, what are we doing? Oh, I've got a little more jokes. Uh, and then we've got who else am I missing? Um, oh, oh yeah, Mario, uh, Chris Pratt, member of the um, what's it, Hillspring Church? Yes, yes. Which I'm going to talk How about a show later that? that has a whole episode parodying that church. That's amazing. Really? Um, here's my problem. I think that church is gross. I also think um, we are holding Chris Pratt to a higher standard than all the other celebrities that belong to that church, and I don't understand why. The He's fact the that target, but Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hudgens, she quit. Justin Bieber. Listen, it's... Selena Gomez says I want nothing to do with that church any longer. Oh, she quit the church. Oh, she okay. quit well, the church a great. while ago. Great. Yeah. All right, I'm happy about that. Maybe Vanessa Hudgens did too. I do think, but but we're not giving Justin Bieber the same hate. Right. Uh, that's what, also, I just find it confusing that we're giving some people a pass and then not Chris. Justin Pat. Bieber was the one who was always hanging out with that fucking weird pastor. And it totally seemed like they were fucking molestation. When I found 100%. out. Oh, my God. Like that guy was absolutely fucking Justin Bieber. And yeah. I found out that's the that's the pastor of this fucking church. Yeah. Yeah. They were absolutely having sex. Yeah. It's gross. And that's the thing. What is, the fuck? Can we get... I need to... Let's find Anna Ferris, and I want the 411. Like, what? Because I don't think he was real religious. And then the fact that he, like, yeah. cheated on her, which I think with Jennifer Lawrence, and then meets Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, and then goes into this crazy anti-gay church. What? I don't know. It's crazy. I will say this. I know... We're not supposed to say this, but Chris Pratt was my favorite thing on Parks and Rec. I think he's hilarious. I know. He's great in Guardians of the Galaxy. And do I think he'll be a good Mario? Mm. He probably will be. But 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 politically, I think it's gross. Also, politically, what about the Italians out there who are out of work? What about the actual Italians? I, I'm going to throw this out here. Italians, I feel, are white. <laughs> <laughs> and are. I feel white people can play white people. So I, that whole thing of like, why aren't they getting a real Italian? Uh, Wait, that's a thing? I'm doing a bit. Of, no. Yeah, no, of course it's a thing. Oh, uh, it's not. Okay. No one really cares. But of course, uh, there's always people are going to find something to complain about. Oh, my I God. I just found out they're making an. Uh, no, there's. Uh, that's what I want to bring up to my next hot topic. Oh, what? Is people are complaining about rebooting the X-Men movie and that it is sexist to call it X-Men. To call it men, right. And people are now putting together to call it X-Them. Which I understand the whole idea of not wanting to call it X-Men because it's not inclusive, but X-Them, no. (laughs) That's just just silly. I'd rather them just call them X. Or (laughs) Or like... Children of the Atom. Or Children of the Atom. Exactly. X them. Did you hear they X also them. did? They just did a remake. Um, a woman did a remake of X Raining Men called It's Raining Them to be okay. gender inclusive. I mean, that's fine. It's Raining Them. them. Like, that's just. 
Hallelujah. It's literally take the whole. I'm just going to say this. It's like, I love inclusivity. I do love it. But sometimes it's okay to like dick. It's okay to just sing about dick. It's okay. Yeah, sure. But then you just have to sing about, have someone sing about vagina and have someone sing about everything in between. It's all about equal representation, people. That's right. That's right. X them. X them. (laughs) To me, my, to me. To me, my ex them. <laughs> um, another uh, hot topic I want to bring out is the Emmys happened. And yes. the reason that has to do with what we talk about, WandaVision won goddamn nothing. Nothing. They not were the only white people thing. to not win a goddamn thing. That was such a humiliating. I was like, how about, why don't we make the most, the blackest Emmys with amazing presenters, black music playing, a black DJ, and then just not let any black people win the award. Anybody. Oh, so I mean, embarrassing. I mean, Michael Cole the white, won for best director, but other which, than that, uh, I think writer. it was all a writer. But I think other than that, it was all white people. It was just humiliating. It yeah, just it was RuPaul. Very humiliating. RuPaul. It was humiliating, especially like the, the nominations were so promising. Yeah. And the, like the winners of the previous year was so promising. You know, like Udo Azuba. And um, Yaya and uh, Regina King. But I will say but, there were favorites ahead of time and all the favorites won. Like Ted Lasso was a favorite. Hacks was a favorite. Um, and no, but, and the crown, everybody just And the fucking the crown. crown. And that's my, that's, that's my where, fucking That's point. what gave me the it, This is about the stories that we value. We overvalue that British nonsense. I'm just going to say it. The, like... That Anglo-Saxon upper crust hierarchical royalty nonsense. Well, like, you heard who's, I don't who they think is going to win the Oscar. Kristen who? Stewart just did a Princess Diana movie. Oh, and they're all God. the buzz saying she's going to win the Oscar. Why are we Princess so Diana? up these stories' asses? Like, it's because more people watch The Crown than watch Lovecraft Country. Like, yeah. I argue that Journey Smollett's performance in Lovecraft Country, it was probably the best performance I saw sure. in a drama series that year. But we're not. But it's in this. In in addition to the voting block is still so fucking white, and they're not going to watch shit like Lovecraft Country. There's also genre bias, which you and I talk about a lot, and like hardly any of them probably even watched Wandavision. I do sometimes wonder if it's like why don't why isn't action a separate category? Right. Because I feel like automatically just they automatically like feel oh a sci-fi action even though it takes a whole different type of skill to act in that, and it's something that has comedy and drama, they're going to take a Mare of Easttown any day because it's just pure drama. You should have best comedy, blah, 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 best drama, blah, 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 and best genre, blah, 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 yeah. and throw, like, Western and sci-fi and fantasy and horror. But throw even when you there. do that, whatever has the most, what's the closest to drama, it's like how in the Golden Globes, there's best comedy and or musical, and the person in a dramatic musical will win. Right. Like Madonna right. won because she played a dramatic right. part in Evita. Madonna. Madonna is a Golden Madonna. Globe award-winning actress, people. And she's the worst actress on the planet. I love Madge, worst actress. Anyway, on the so I'm sad about Wandavision, but I will say the people that won instead of her, it's not like they were awful. You know, like I won. Oh, Mayor of Easttown was incredible. I said, like, as soon as they announced, before they announced Julie Nicholson, 
I was like, Julie Nicholson is going to win because I've seen Mayor of Easttown and she's incredible. I mean, she's so fucking good in it. You can't be mad at it. Oh, my God. Everyone on Twitter was like, Catherine Hahn was robbed. And I'm like, get the fuck over it. Catherine Hahn. If Catherine Hahn won, I would have cheered. But I will say that. But it's a thing where I think what Catherine Hahn did maybe is harder. Having to span all all the different genres. Yes. It's probably a harder role. But that one scene of Catherine Nicholson defending her son, like, you're just like, fuck. The kitchen, the, like, the kitchen. Yeah, you're like, fuck, collapse. she's just so That's fucking it. good. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. And she's also but someone, she she's, been, she's been around for fuck. She was in L.A. Law, people. Right, she's been around right. for, like, 35 Give years. Give her a do. Yeah. She's, she's put in the work. Anyway, um... Fuck you, Emmys. Do better. <laughs> well, speaking of doing better, this is not a genre movie, but it's very queer and I want to talk about it. So Billy Eichner, your favorite. Yes. Um, from American Horror Story fame. He is putting out via Universal Pictures with, um, I forget the name of the director and the co-writer, Nicholas uh, Solid, um, putting out a movie called Bros, which is a rom-com. And the thing that's making it special, the cast is entirely queer actors even the straight parts even the straight parts proving to you gays can play anything and this movie is going to be a huge hit telling you right now um yeah and that's a bow and yang and uh joel kim booster have their own oh fire island the fire island so it's it's time for american gays to get their shit together because did you watch love victor oh no I did. I like that kind of shit. But I will say this. As someone who watches pretty much mostly all of my gay shows that I watch are all in Asia. And the reason is because whenever America makes a gay show, they mess it up. It's all about trauma and coming out of the closet. And these Asian shows, it's just about them people falling in love. Like, it's like they're yeah. over that. And I'm just like, can we just move beyond? That's what bros is going to be. Exactly. Where it's just like actual gay people. And that's the thing. It's either about coming out of the closet or it's about AIDS or it's about how we're all sluts. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, can it just be like real people, please? Right. That's why, honestly, oh I felt Q-Force. Which people were shitting on that. That was kind of less stereotypical than Love, Victor was. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Although I did watch Love, Victor, because that guy, they're very attractive. Yes, very cute. Very cute. What other hot topics? Did we go through all of them? Oh, my God. I have so many. No, I did. No. Um, So we just talked about giving gays a chance. Now let's cancel some. Al Ewing's Guardians of the Galaxy was just abruptly canceled at issue number 18. Got too gay. Got too gay. It got too gay. It got too gay. So X Factor canceled. Guardians of the Galaxy canceled. Why are we canceling the gays? You can't go that gay. I think if it's too gay, not enough people. I think there's a point where there's straight guys where they're like, oh, this is a gay book. And then they don't want to read it anymore. And they don't want to read it. And unfortunately, they still make up. Like a gay Most. guy will will read a comic with gay people in it, but if it seems like it's a gay comic, then they won't. So I think that's the distinction. I mean, it, you know, Marvel is always canceling books and rebooting because that's what makes sales. And, and they're replacing it with a new X Men spinoff called X Tits. What X Tits? Yeah, it's just 
all the female um, X Men characters <laughs> with their boobs out. Oh, I thought you meant it was like it's trans men. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> Give me a book of all trans men mutants. Call it X Tits. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm so sad to see that book go. It ended um, with all of the queer couples kissing. So we love to see that. Oh, that's cute. I just can I just bring this up really quick. I would like to to address if a trans mutant dies can they change the genetic structure so that they still have the same dna but switch the gender so they come out immediately at the the correct gender so they wouldn't have to come out and then have and then transition right (gasps) i I want them to address that suggested they she should she suggested that x factor was going to go there and then they never did never got a chance is that everything i've got a chance um no, there's so much more. This is a Hot Topics heavy episode, so buckle up. Um, Elvira. Heard of her? Oh, shit. Elvira, Mr. Dark. Are you heard of her? Hello? I've seen the movie Elvira, Mr. of the Dark probably a hundred <laughs> times. It's in the top ten of my favorite movies of all time. It has I... the line, well, I never, and you never will with those soup cans on your head. <laughs> it has, it, she's a TikTok meme right now of the one where it's like, uh, how's your head? Ha- didn't have any complaints yet. <laughs> I love G-rated movies, you know, as long as they have lots of sex and violence. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, um, so have you read, like heard the story of her night? So she just came out in her memoir. So she's hitting... 40 years, Cassandra Peterson, the actress, 40 years doing the character Elvira. And in her memoir revealed that she has been or had been in a 19-year relationship with a woman. Love it. Something that she never felt comfortable revealing before because she never thought the fans would allow it. I'm like, you kidding? I think she finally re- she's like, oh, it's a peak where there's more gays that like me than straight. So I yeah. think I can come so out So here we now. go. Uh, we love to see it. So how about this for gay? She was her personal trainer. That's as gay as oh, it gets. Hot. So hot, right? Even hotter, um, Elvira was divorcing her husband. And I believe this woman, Teresa, is a lesbian and was, was, was an out lesbian then and was divorcing her partner. And long story short, her divorce is messy. She's left with nothing. She shows up on Cassandra Peterson's doorstep one night everything she owns in a bag crying in the rain asking if she can stay with cassandra with elvira 19 years later wow so hot they probably had sex like she probably had her lesbian sex that night for the first time after her personal trainer showed up on her doorstep on a rainy night crying holding everything she owned in a sack i love elvira right Groundling. She was a groundling with. Um, I was just gonna say that with Pee Wee Herman and Phil Hartman and Jombie. Mm-hmm. And Edie McClurg. She was part of that whole like where Pee Wee's where Pee Wee's Playhouse started. Yeah. Like, and that's where Elvira came from. Because that was it was character based, and they all came up with those fun characters. Yeah. Can you imagine if you? Well, you can't because you don't live in L.A., but I'm just like, oh, if I was around in the 80s, like, oh, I'm going to go take Groundlings classes. And there I am with Elvira and Phil Hartman. But at the same time, I can imagine if this was just 15 years ago, I could have been there with uh, Kristen Wiig and uh, Will Forte. I mean, you know, 
I was there with um, the current writing staff of SNL and the current writing staff of I Think You Should Leave and, the, you know, the actors on those shows. So right, feels the same. Okay, now that we've opened that wound. Um, <laughs> and, okay, Brett can't... I'm going to do the rest of this by myself while Brett cries himself to sleep. Final hot topic is Netflix just had their To Doom event. So all these... All these companies, they're doing big upfronts. They're doing big celebratory, like, events. Well, it's the fall. The we forget season. that it's actually, yeah. it's the fall season because we're so used to shows. Because we have constant TV. 20 years ago, this was the only time there were new shows. We're all happening right now. Love. So Netflix did this three-hour event over their Twitch and their YouTube. Three hours where they just dove into all the programming that's coming in their, in their upcoming season. Um, and they hit upon some stuff that you and I are interested in. So they unveiled the opening credit sequence of the of the live action Cowboy Bebop starring John Cho. Seems great. Yep, very. And cool. I would just say uh, for for us olds, I love the fact that even though this character in the comics is like in his twenties, they decided to cast like a forty year old in it. And I kind of am like, I love that. Yeah, love that. Uh, they announced. Um, Umbrella Academy, new season. Did they uh, say when? Three, Did they say when it's coming? Date. They did. I don't have that information, though, but oh, that information wait. is God, available. God, that second season was so good. I know. I know. Um, they unveiled a trailer for Stranger Things 4, which I real I had not realized has not been on Netflix since 2019. New. Um, so 2022, Stranger Things 4 is coming. And I got to say, they're starting to get a little too old. Well, I mean, They're have they at least? Awkward I was gonna say, have they at least fast forwarded in time to like? I don't know. Because now that they're all like twenty five years old. Yeah, but like the one without the teeth, like not cute anymore. Oh yeah, that's a leave it to Beaver syndrome, where you're like, oh, yeah. and then it's like, oh, oh puberty, uh oh. Yeah, uh oh. Um, and then finally, the one I'm most excited for, they're doing the Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, a right. live action series. I had no idea who was playing Dream, the Sandman, until I saw the trailer. It is the fucking guy. It is Tom Sturridge. It is the actor who I saw in the one the the um, doubleheader one man show that had Jake Gyllenhaal in the second half. So I went. To, I saw Tom Sturridge and Jake Gyllenhaal at the public. Thank you very much. And the first half of the show was Tom Sturridge's forty five minute monologue, and the second half was Jake Gyllenhaal's. 45 minute monologue where he stared at me and Jeff, my husband and delivered the entire monologue into my eyes from 10 feet away. Uh, Tom Sturridge, the guy that opened, not opened the guy that did the first half. He is the Sandman. And I'm so excited because he's perfect. Um, isn't Jake Gyllenhaal in person? One of the most handsome people ever. Oh, I couldn't even, he walked on stage like before the intermission was over he walked on stage during the intermission and set up his shit. And a lot of people were still milling about. Very small theater. A lot of people still milling about. I grabbed my husband's arm. I go, he's there. That, that's him. He's there. He's here. It's him. Look. And I don't, the rest of the other 45 minutes are a blur. I, I've seen celebrities in person. Thing. I've seen like Zac Efron in person. I've seen a lot of like oh, modeling people troll. in person. Jake Gyllenhaal, I've seen. I saw him in person at a gelato, a Silver Lake gelato restaurant. Um, 
And it was like breathtaking where it's like, you look unreal. Like you right. look unreal. Oh, anyway, now that my, now that my pants are damp. I know. I just went into a trance. Should we talk about some X-Men? Let's talk about the X-Men comic books. Hit it. I want your X. We got a lot to talk about, so we're not going to dive too deep. We kind of need to yeah, like, hit some like, greatest we're hits here. Skipping stone across it, yeah. Okay, so the easiest one to skip, which maybe we did talk about it. I think we did talk about X Force. I don't think we did the one with Beast and Black Tom. Who cares? He has Who a cares? little. He has a little like thing inside of him. One of those um, Russian doll dolls, things. Russian doll hate. things. Yeah, I don't care. And but he makes Black Tom make a little Black Tom to go inside and flush the thing out, which I thought was funny. I just don't care. I just don't but like, care. Now Mikhail is the one who wanted to get the logic diamonds, and like he was. Ugh, I'm like, what's happening? Do you re- did you read Colossus's brother's original run? I remember him from. What I can't believe I'm about to say this. For some reason, when I think of Mikhail Rasputin, I think of the Twelve. That storyline. Yeah, but you this is before that. About. Before I, that. Yeah. When he first showed up, and then you're like, oh, he's great. And then he, like, turns, like, a pizza man into, like, a tree. And then you're like, oh, I guess oh, he's yeah. evil. But that's the thing is, like, he is a reality warper. But he's yeah. not um, Omega level. And I always find that confusing. It's like, how are you not a ma- – how is a reality warper not Omega level? And nice. also, I hate that there's the whole Cerebro sword. Why is there a sword? And it wasn't in Ten And why was it not in Ten of Swords? And then why do you make a sword? Hey, for this computer, you know what would go really great with this computer? A sword that someone could right. steal. And also, I just want to talk about the... And then, spoilers for uh, Onslaught Revelation. How are, there, how are there five backups, but you can easily delete all of the backups from one computer? Right, 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 right. Things are not making sense right now. This is why Hickman is Lucy quitting. Lucy Goosey. This, this is why is Hickman why, is quitting. Exactly. Exactly. It's why it should end. Lucy Goosey. So X-Force, I don't care about any of that. So let's move on. Let's talk about the Marauders. Ooh, Marauders. Has that character Saucy. been there before? I just felt very, um, what's his name? Uh, from Star Wars. Calrissian? What's his Lando? Oh, Lando Calrissian. It felt very yeah. Lando to me. Yeah, which I liked, which I responded to. I've never seen him before. But was any of this reference before or all this brand new? No, this is all all how Emma got her spaceship. But I mean, has any of it been referenced before ever? No. And has that character ever shown up before? No. It's very interesting. I like it. It's very interesting. Yeah. So Emma got her UFO from previous issues um, from this character who I'm flipping through pages now to remember this guy's name. Uh he basically she tricked him into giving it to her taking it and now he wants revenge dean lorix aka eden rickslow aka bajoin and spoiler alert ends with him murdering all of them he murders all of the marauders including sebastian shaw kitty pride uh pyro bishop um, they all get sucked out of a spaceship. However, 
Emma seems. I feel like they might get saved. I think because the caption. Go ahead. I think Emma's going to turn to diamond. I bet you if she turns to diamond, she can survive space. That's my opinion. The marauders began to die the moment their bodies were sucked into space. The freezing void would be no easy death. Not is no easy death. Would be. At that moment, down on Earth, the X-Men were receiving special visitors. La da la da boom. So at the end, as the marauders are dying in space, they introduce Lorde Chantal, former girlfriend. Oh, is she a teleporter? And she's a teleporter. Oh. I, think she, I think Emma's going to be like, Lourdes, come scoop us up, please. Oh, that'd be great. I would like it if they that didn't die so they could remember everything. Yeah, I, I know, right? It's like one time I would like these characters to be on the precipice of death and not die. Like how Even it used they could to be, be resurrected. <laughs> right, right. Um, what I also like is that Lorde Chantal is guarding the X-Men's treehouse in Central Park when we are introduced to her. So there's a guy who's going to try to set it on fire and she prevents it. So I loved that, that she is, and I'm deliberately bringing up the name of their treehouse, but she is um, defending the Seneca treehouse, um, even though she's had really no previous connection with the X-Men. Put her on the team. Probably. They're not doing all that setup for her not to be on the team. And it is the same writer. It's Jerry Duggan writing both books. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Then um, Excalibur 23 happened. This is... Have we ever... King Arthur's son and King Arthur, were they ever... In, I don't remember them ever being a part of Excalibur before. I don't think so. So I think like, all of this you mean is Alan new. Davis stuff. Yes, or yeah, even I Grant think, Morrison. I think I think, I think all of this is new, and I think the spoilers Grant here Morrison. is King Arthur is the rightful heir to Avalon in Otherworld, but he's gone missing, and we know from previous issues that Merlin has him captured. But apparently, King yes. Arthur's son. Is is like is was destined in like a in a fortune to or an omen or something to murder his father and a take prophecy. over the throne. A prophecy to murder his father and take over the throne, and it looks like it's being revealed that he's actually a what a mutant. A friend of Dorothy. I mean, a friend of Mordred is a mutant. Yes. So therefore, they're saying Mordred. So I, but we son haven't met this character yet. I don't believe. So there's no. a new mutant character coming, which I'm kind of excited for. I am too. And I really like everyone in Otherworld is calling our band of merry mutants from Excalibur friends of Mordred. And I like that's so fucking funny because they're friends of Dorothy. They're gay. And was this the Doom one? This is the Doom one. I mean, with um, Mad Jasper. People are shitting on this book. I just like it. This book was great. I think it's so fun. And Doom. It is so fun coming for Morgan Le Fay because it's like addressing how him and Morgan Le Fay's history and he's like, bringing I, in literally he's like I left my shit at my ex-girlfriend's place yeah and and him dealing with Betsy Braddock I, I just I just uh. who in response to Doom Betsy has taken on more of a a shining knight persona um, a shining knight posture than I guess she has in previous issues and I think it's a good look. It really feels like 
equating Betsy to a knight explicitly um, kind of helps us, like, fi- Betsy find her voice again. Yeah, because now it's Betsy and not Psylocke. Like, they're, they're creating two very distinct separate characters. Yes. And I'm here for it. Psylocke is very much like the Psylocke we remember, the Betsy Psylocke. Yeah. And here we have Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, who is really separated. And I do like, though, there's even a line where she does recognize the separation. Um, where Doom is messing with Mad Jasper and Doom, like, side mouths to Betsy, can't just chop his head off. And she's like, no, I'm in the role of a protector these days. Yeah. Where the old Betsy is like, let's fucking kill some people. Let's chop his head off. Right. Yeah, this I loved. I loved Jubilee using her fireworks to call upon the fairies to get information, but then being like, all right, fuck, ow, fuck off. (laughs) That was a great moment. I love that Gambit is using Saturnine's tarot cards. He's carrying around Saturnine's deck of tarot cards, and they all have their own abilities when he throws them. I love that. I love that Megan Gloriana is now very much part of this roster. Love it. They're taking it's advantage the of her again. Cha- of changing forms and like they're really addressing all of her powers. Love Richter it. says something about Doom and Betsy's like, oh, but I thought you liked big bad men. <laughs> yes. Yes. Busted. Honestly, th- I, this was one of the best issues of Excalibur I've read. This was great. And then there's something called X-Corp. Oh, my God. I didn't even have that on my list. Evil Jeff, can I tell you something? What? I didn't finish the issue. I, I got to, to, like, the last four pages, and I was like, I can't I had to anymore. scan. I, yeah, I oh the same God. way. Um, I did see at one point they had to resurrect the main Madrox. I'm confused if Madrox died, why didn't all the other dupes? Did they explain it in the comic? I just maybe scanned over it and didn't read it. Why didn't all the other dupes die? Uh, yeah, they they did mention it. I don't know what the conclusion was. And then it's just him with his baby with Layla Miller, and I'm still like, what is this? Why are they together? <laughs> just all of it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I just hate it. Just this whole, like, I think it's like people were watching Succession and being like, this will be good in the X-Men. And it's like, Yes, no. I agree. I, comp- I definitely no, think that's it. it. I also, like, could not tell like when Celine showed up I was like wait how did Monet get there yeah they're not differentiating the drawings well enough the drawings aren't that good it's just bad so we're not really don't like it we're just not going to talk about it that's done we're done Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be canceled soon there's no way this is going to keep on going oh it'll be like oh it was a six issue limited series the whole time yeah speaking of Onslaught Revelation, which could have just been Way of X, continued. It literally <laughs> right, takes place immediately after Way of X. So it, there's no way this isn't Way of X number six. I mean, yeah. is it just like you needed to end with a book of Revelation, like a biblical thing. Like, did we think that would be cool from a marketing perspective? Yeah. And I so I will say this. It, it is all leading up to this new religion. And I kind of liked everything that was going on. I kind of liked the way they defeated um, Onslaught. And I do say it made no sense that Xavier was able to wipe all of the, yeah, the yes. memories. It made no sense to me. 
especially when they already made that they had these backups. The fact that that would be happening and one of the backups would be there with Moira and Moira would just be like, oh, whatever. It makes no sense. Um, yeah. And then I'm just going to say this. It all leads to their new religion, which is called Spark. Yeah, it's... No. No. It's... I don't even know if this is a rel- Is this a religion? He says it's not a religion, but it's all about everybody needs to find it's, their it's spark. Culture. I'm like, what yeah. kind of it's like girl need- boss gatekeeping <laughs> gaslighting you, bullshit is this? You pray love. <laughs> you pray love. Uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was cute. I mean, like, I just don't like the name. I, I liked what it was trying to talk about. I just think spark. I didn't like how. I, I think that's. Lame. Yeah, I don't. The name is is pretty dumb. And it, the branding and is off. The branding is off. The branding is off. But the 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 fact that they're culture nurturers. They're they're like culture gardeners. Like they, it takes work to avoid the meaninglessness that comes with not being able to die. Yeah. So th- there needs to be meaning in some way. And that meaning is about doing right by others, about bringing out joy and positivity and laughter and um, creativity and beauty, like actively seeking and, and gardening those things, cultivating those. That's what I'm looking for. Cultivating. Yeah. I love that. I really love that idea. Uh, I love the idea that this book is giving way to a new team book, it seems. Yeah. It's a shame that there's a typo, Did they, though. When they it's like we're going to call ourselves, yeah, like it's it's spelled legionaries, and I'm like, <laughs> I think legionnaires. I, I think don't know. I just feel like legionnaires disease. Legionnaires disease is what I was going to say. So it's all just what are they just fighting in bad air conditioning? You do yeah. know that that's what that's from, right? That's what it's from. Yeah. Um, one time I was at Second City and we did a gig at uh, a hotel and we all got letters back from the hotel that was like, um, you all may have Legionnaire's disease because it was in <laughs> it was in the atmosphere and it got blown around by the AC. Oh, my God. It's basically bad air conditioning in huge hotels and huge spaces. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what's next? Gout? No, but it's funny if instead if it was a group of legionnaires that got sick at that convention, if it was like a furry convention, it would be called furry's disease. <laughs> That's right. It just happened to be those legionnaires were there that day. Oh, so, yeah, it, so could the, have, it could have been like Shriner's disease? <laughs> yeah, the Shriner's disease. It was just those were the ones that got it. <laughs> so speaking of the legionnaires disease team, they give a preview of the team lineup in a piece of art. And I feel like it's noteworthy. Well, if it actually becomes a comic. Right. Who knows what's happening? But it says coming soon. Okay. Um, yeah, we've so, got Dr. Nemesis. Yeah. We got some we got Dazzler. Pixie. Where's Dazzler? Oh, Dazzler wasn't in it? No. Oh, okay. I just assumed since she was there for the other, whole other time. I would assume she's in. I would assume she is, even though she's not in this particular In that picture, art, I, I think assume. she's going to be in it. I think she's going to be in it. Uh. We've got Nightcrawler, obviously. We've got Juggernaut. Hello. Hello. Where have you been, but Mr. Marco? Oh, we can change that. All right. And then we've got, um, looks like Blindfold, but in like astral plane spectral form. What? Which Does makes sense if like their headquarters is inside, right? Oh, and their that's because you know, Legion is inside is Legion's want, head. Legion wants to bring her back. Yes. But it's all right. Emma's going to kill her, so it doesn't matter. 
and Forget Me Not. When was she from? He, the man with the goatee. Forget Me Not? Forget Me Not is a mutant that nobody remembers. Right, right. Oh, from Grant. uh, uh, Grant, wait. uh, What's his name? Was it Grant Morrison's run? No. Um... I remember for I, Forget Me Not was in something before this. I remember Forget Me Not from that. Um, what's that book? Un, was it Uncanny X Force where Hope was meme and it was Cable and Colossus and Doctor Nemesis? Oh yeah, Forget Me Not was in that. But wasn't he in something before? That's not where you. Originally. Yeah. It's kind of like Cipher. Remember the the female Cipher? Yes, remember her, the Cipher with an eye. She was like she was here the whole time. She's been here the whole time. I would like the whole time to see her. Um, <laughs> X Men Legacy. Okay. Oh, also written by Simon Spurrier, the writer of of this book of Onslaught Revelation. Okay. Yeah. Forget me not. Send me. And that, forget me not. That leads us to the last book. Before, oh, guys, next week. Wait, no, we've got two more. Wait, what did we miss? X-Men? What else? Uh, X-Men and Trial of Magneto, right? Oh, right, Trial of Magneto. Let's talk about Trial of Magneto. Well, no, let's talk about X-Men first. Okay. I felt like um, it's great, but I don't have much to say because it's just like a really good... Pure adventure. Pure adventure, action adventure book. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it where it's just really fun. One thing that I, I brought up Seneca Tower deliberately earlier when we were talking about Marauders, because so far now, I, I, but I, I really responded in X-Men 1 when Jerry Duggan named the X-Men's headquarters in Central Park, Seneca Tower, after Seneca Village, the neighborhood of wealthy uh, black New Yorkers who were evicted and the neighborhood... To make Central Park. To make Central Park. Uh in, and so that was recognized in X-Men. The moment where the high evolutionary says, I want Sink's blood, I want Everett's blood, or I'm going to cause major fucking destruction right now. And Everett is like, you know what? Cuts his finger, gives him a drop of his blood, and is like, fuck off. That was very Henrietta, La- uh, Henrietta Lacks. Um, the the patient zero the woman who um black woman who the medical oh right 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 used yeah. her blood to, to create to, so many and um, never gave her any her family any and credit antibodies. Or any, yeah. right right never gave her family any credit anything like that so i just like that duggan has gone here in terms of black history twice now but here if you also think there's an additional line that was said that the high evolutionary did a direct comparison of rogue and sink's powers and specifically said wow sink can do things you can't like he was like oh he's like rogue yeah and i find that very interesting because i think the thing is rogue also takes the people's memories and maybe in a way that limits how much power she takes where I feel he can take the person's powers and like make it his own. You know what I mean? Yes. Where she kind of uses yeah. the powers as is. 
And what you said was the second time is we also have another group who have now taken Darwin and are taking advantage of him. I wonder oh if my these God, are, yes. I wonder if these are connected in any way. Is Darwin, because is Darwin a person of color? He's Considered black. black. I think so. Yeah, what is going on? This is very a Tuskegee experiment. The other, the, yeah. they need to address this because that's it's problematic. Like the scientific fascination with strong black bodies. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's, Let's address that elephant in the room. Yeah. Anyway, it's and a is great it fun coming book. from a place of addressing it, or is it just like are they I addressing so. or are they elephanting? I yeah. hope we're. I hope they're aware of this as they're writing it, and we're not. It feels like Duggan is aware. I gr- I feel so. I feel it's. I don't. I feel it's. I feel it's all leading to something on purpose. I don't think you yeah. you just plant Darwin in the vault and then have the high right. evolutionary take. I, can you imagine though? Yeah, the, I think all of this is leading to some big reveal I later. Ho- yeah, I hope so. Another thing I enjoyed about X Men Three is Scott Summers. He was so jokey. He was like so nice and jokey. Yeah, he was kind of taking everything half seriously. Yeah. I, I really, really enjoy Cyclops' character under Duggan. Like, this character that just, like, kept mutants buoyed, you know, kept them afloat for, like, 20 years, like, becoming Magneto, essentially. Um, 20 years, where did I get that from? Uh, it just feels like a long time. It's great. Like Scott's been miserable, and I've got to I've got yeah, yeah. keep everything. It's nice to see. And that leads us to the trial of Magneto. Something's odd. You're telling me. With this murder of Wanda Maximoff. Or the, or the no murder. I have a theory about that. So let's cut to the end. So at the end, <laughs> Magneto is on a rampage. He, he, after a psychic suggestion from Hope, uh, is going berserk, not allowing the Avengers to take or see Wanda's body. To stop him, Wanda shows up. Is it Wanda? No. But is the the part where Wanda's doing narrating, saying she's not dead, is that Wanda? That's Wanda from like the White Hot Room or wherever she is. But I'm telling you right now who this Wanda is who shows up at the end. Who do you because think it is? Who do, they, who do they cut to in the bushes looking at Wanda? Oh, who was it? I don't remember. Mystique. Right. Oh, right, right, right. So you're not, it's not Mystique. Do you think it's, it's Hope? Mystique. Taking Mystique's yes. powers? I sure do. There you go. Because she kisses the vision. I don't, feel, I don't think Wanda would do that. I can't remember. Where, be no, because like, the hey, vision and them aren't really together anymore. They're not together. It's hope. What is Hope's plan? Why is she so against is, it? Why is she being so shady? Yeah, what is this why about? Why is she I, like they cannot see or have the body? But And also she was like really against what Jean was doing. Like, why are you doing this to Magneto? I'm just, and I kind of like am into that, but I'm like, why? Hope is shady. Do you think Hope did it? But hope, I, that's the, I, I, I will say I'm very interested. I don't know. Maybe she did, but, but, but why is hope, I feel the person, do you think the person who did it was doing it under the guise that she's the, the evil pretender? 
Because if you think about it, who was the one person that stopped M-Day, what Scarlet Witch did? Hope. Right. So is that, is, does Hope have that, is, does she view Wanda as her ultimate enemy? That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, anything else to say about the X-Men? I don't think so. I think we should move on. I do too. Oh, oh we, Kyle almost died. Talk to me when he does die. <laughs> Let's uh, move on to some TV shows that are happening. Hit it! Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. All right, guys, we're going to be honest with you. There's too much, so we can't cover every show we're watching. Because concurrently, we are watching a lot of things. There's What If, there's Titans, there's Why the Last Man, there is, um, what else is there? So much. So, I don't even have so time to name there's, it all. And then there's new shows that we want to talk about. I do want to say, before we start into the new shows, I'm going to talk about something that is not sci-fi. But I do think the oh. fact that we talked about the, how great the Saved by the Bell remake was, how great Girls 5 Eva. If you like Girls 5 Eva, if you like Saved by the Bell, if you liked Difficult People with Billy Eichner, you are going to love the show written by Chris Kelly. Um, it's called The Other Two. And it stars Drew Tarver and Molly Shannon. And it's basically two, um, a girl, a brother and sister, and one wants to be a dancer and one wants to be an actor, and they're failures at it, not successful. And one day their little brother makes a YouTube music video and becomes the next Justin Bieber. And it's basically the two older bitter siblings, and Molly Shannon's the mom. It's the second season just came out on HBO Max. It is one of the best written comedies I've seen in a very long time. It is really? so good. You need to watch it immediately, Brett. If you like 30 Rock, if you liked all of those, you're. it's not as wackadoo as 30 Rock, but yeah. it's the comedy is so fucking, it's so fucking good. And anyone, especially the fact that you're in New York, you're probably around creative people, it's going to hit very close to home. Oh, I can't wait. You're gonna and isn't it? it- the first season's about the brother having this sudden fame. And then isn't the second season more about their mother, the Molly mom, Shannon? Then be, the mom becomes famous, too. Yeah. So it's, and they, so it's basically everyone's becoming famous except them. And the main, character is, the main character is a gay guy. So it's also just nice having a gay man having full-on gay sex and gay problems. Um, I will say they are ho- awful people. <laughs> They yeah, are they're course. awful I mean, people, but it's fun to watch. It's great. They're the best. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole episode about um, accidentally taking a whole pick um, and not realizing <laughs> that his face is in it. Um, and then it's like the brother, the brother of Justin Bieber's hole is now on display for the world to see. Um, it's it's just it's it's great. It's great. Please watch it. Um, but there's some sci-fi things. We'll talk about Why the Last Man, Titans. We'll get to that in a bit. We're also going to be talking, Mike Flanagan has a new horror series coming out. We're going to be talking Ooh, about Midnight Mass. Um, but right now, let's stick to, uh, let's start with something that's been going on. I think we can talk about yeah. this one really quickly. What if? 
What if? What if Thor was an only child? Yeah, and just turns out he's be a douche. He's just the douchebag we saw in the beginning of Thor One. This is not one of my favorite episodes. No, it was silly, right? But I will like say, a, a, Captain Marvel and Thor fighting. I can watch that all day it, long. That's, that's what I was going to say. It felt like this episode was an excuse to give us an awesome Captain Marvel versus Thor fight, which will yeah. probably never happen in the movies. And I didn't look at the credits. Was that Natalie Portman's real voice? I don't think so. It sounded like her. They all sound like the people they're doing. I know, or you don't know who it is because it's like, that is, Benedict, that is Benedict Cumberbatch. That is um, Tom, there, what's his name? But there are moments... Um, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, but it is not Chris yeah. Evans, and it is not Robert Downey Jr. Tom Holland. It is, yeah. But, but it is Mark whoever Ruffalo. Whoever it is is so good at it doing it. It is them. Chadwick Boseman. It's, it's very confusing yeah. who's who. Yeah. It's you know, fun. Schedules. It's fun. But I'm just like, bring me yeah, Hawkeye. I'm ready for I Hawkeye. Think, like, right. I think the big takeaway in this was great to see a frost giant Loki, a big blue Loki. Yeah. who was raised by the Frost Giants. Yes. Um, great to see Darcy from WandaVision and Thor. Great to see Darcy marry Howard the Duck <laughs> while drunk. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Love the Howard the Duckness overall in what? I think that's the next one, right? Um, what? I think the next one is just all Howard the Duck, if, or one of them is. Oh, I hope so. But anyway... What if? Still going. Still going. What if? Um, what should we talk about next? Should we keep it in the comic book world or should we keep it? Um, or should we Let's go, go to... sci-fi. Okay. There's a book, a book, uh, there's a show. Well, it is a book. It was based off of a book. I think it's an old book too, right? Isaac Asimov, baby. That's old. Cause he's the guy who invented the phrase yeah. robot, right? Yeah. So how old is this book? Who knows? We'll never know. I could Google it. We'll never know. Um, It's called the, is it foundation or the foundation? Just foundation. It's foundation. And then I kept, as it was going and I'm like, and the spinoff series, mascara and the other (laughs) spinoff series, eyeshadow Um, Mm -hmm. foundation. I'm going to give this little over foundation. This is a very, weird show it's very weird i like it i don't know if it's going to take off because it feels like you need to be very smart to watch the show it's it's dense and is this an ongoing series or are like the three issues that were dropped is that it i can't tell I th- it's probably I ongoing i have a feeling it's ongoing i did you watch all of it i just watched the first one no just the first I will tell you this. A lot of times I get mad at, mad when they spoon food the plot to you. They're like, well, hey, as your brother, and we've been doing this for 20 years. Right. Like, you're like, all right, come on. This one, I'm like, okay, give me a little bit of that. Give me the set. What the What's fuck going is going on? on? And because they're just yeah. throwing it at you. And you're like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's pretty. It's real pretty. But I don't Ooh, know what's gorgeous, going right? on. Oh, it's gorgeous, right? Yeah. Basically, this is a show about math. Yeah, and like the power of math, and, and so it's like I don't know if this is going to be the future. I don't know if this is going to be the next Game of Thrones. If it's all, it's about, it it's sure about is math. about math. <laughs> it's like 
That when when that hits you, you're like, wait, is this show about math? <laughs> Best of luck. It's about being able to tell the future with math. And so the 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 there is a a character, a doctor, Harlan something, who basically portents or predicts like the end of the world, the future to a T, like down to specific things happening, and the evil dictator played by Lee Pace and a child and an older man um they basically bring in the galaxy's best mathematician this girl to disprove the guy's uh impending doom math portent yeah um let's talk about these the cloned emperors or kings were they emperors kings what do they call them same i i don't remember um but but their names are Dawn, Day, and Dusk. And so apparently the way they decided to keep the peace was having one leader forever. And the way they handled this is that the leader, oh, at, at any time there is always three clones of the leader. And when the oldest one dies, then they clone the new one to be born. And they kind of teach and raise him to be him. So it's basically the same person raising so unlike the x-men where you resurrect them and you put all the information immediately this they're just doing it like literally all right you're born i'm going to raise you with all of the knowledge that i had so you can be another me i find that so fascinating yeah so while we see it's emperor while we see emperor day uh or cleon i think his name is um he's like heeding the older version of himself while teaching the younger version of, of himself while ruling the galaxy. Yeah. And looking mighty fine doing it. Another you know, gay, is, another gay. He's a gay and he's a six foot five gay. He's so handsome. He's from Pushing and Daisies, if you're not sure. And Guardians from. of the Galaxy, if you haven't heard of it. Who's he in Guardians of the Galaxy? He's Ronin! Oh, right, 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 right. He's the villain! Well, uh, he has a lot of... He doesn't... Yeah, he has a lot of makeup on. He looks a lot better in this. You know what else else he probably has? What? A big swinging dick. Well, I mean... Yeah. I'm glad he came out. He was always like, I don't discuss my sexuality. I know. And then finally he's like, like, all right. You're so hot. I suck dick. I suck dick. But the thing that I find very interesting is this foundation is told in like a past and a present. And the past is kind of showing the whole math tells the future and then this girl and this guy, they're trying to figure out if the math is really telling it and can they stop it, blah, blah, blah. And they get sent off to this like remote planet at the edge of the Federation of, of of the Empire to kind of study the math and figure out if they can stop it or if it's right, blah, blah, blah. But the beginning of the show takes place in the future on that remote planet. And there's this weird kind of alien orb that landed with a weird uh, force field around it that no one can get near except the one girl. And it's showing her as older. And I find all of that very fascinating. But of course, they don't give anything. But I have no idea what it's about. No idea what what that thing is. 
but I do find this is very interesting. However, it does feel like you cannot, you need to pay attention. It's yeah. just very yeah. dense. And that yeah. worries me of whether my attention span yeah. will be able to keep up with it's it. It's like, did you ever watch that show, The Expanse on Amazon? Yeah, I kind of got a little bored with that. Very political. Like, gorgeous political. Very, like, a lot of information. Yeah, but, yeah. So, we'll see how long we last. We will see. There's other shows. Yeah, hot. Keeping me coming. Like, there's another show where we've been, this is now going to be the third season that we've been talking about this. From day one, we've talked about this show. Because we're moving into an, ew, DC universe. Ew, we watched the DC show. A season premiere, already watching the Titans. We got another one for you, fellas. The third season premiere of Doom Patrol. Welcome back, good friend. I love this show. I can tell you this, though. This did not feel like a season premiere. It felt just like epilogue of the season finale. Of last one. And... and when last one ended, I was like, okay, when's next episode? What? Yeah. I Why felt the finale. It, it really felt like it was just, I don't even know what to say about it. Cause it really was just spent so much time wrapping up the last season that it wasn't until the very end that it really set up what was going on. With the introduction of Madame Rouge, a um, doom patrol villain who is a shapeshifter and, um, has elastic powers like Elastigirl, like Rita Farr. And has she been a Doom Patrol villain in the past? She's both, actually. She's like a mystique. Like she. Oh, she's been on both she's sides. Played both sides. Great. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's played by what's her nuts? Our favorite villain, Michelle Gomez. We I love mean, her. Fucking love her. She makes every show better. Yeah. As soon as um, I saw her, you... I'm like, well, I'm going to be into this. Did you just watch the first one? Yes, I didn't watch. Yeah, okay. I just it's too much. Uh, the fact that they're dropping three episodes, I can't. I can't. So I, I watched all three. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything. It, you love it. You I'm, loving it. I'm, I'm just gonna say like episode two. Um, it is one of my favorite. Like whenever a TV show decides to do this. It is always the best episode of that season, and it is. Is it music? All your characters, put them in a room, and get them drunk. Oh, right, right, yes, yes. Get all your characters drunk in a room together, and it is going to be god tier. I will say Ryan Murphy did a better version of this. He had a show called Popular. Oh, yeah, Popular. And it was one where all the girls the mean girls and the outcast girls all get locked. The main characters all get locked in a bathroom and all get their period at the same time. Oh, and the whole episode is them all fighting in this bath, stuck in a bathroom, the whole episode. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Then the thing I'll say about episode three is there are guest stars that are not part that traditionally were not part of doom patrol, but were, characters created by neil gaiman in vertigo comics they began in sandman and then got their own series and when they showed up i was like what wait is the sandman comic going to be part of the dc universe i don't think so i I think they're going to divorce it from but these characters won't show up in the sandman series no i don't think no these these are like 
pretty obscure kind of like blip characters in terms of Sandman. Oh, I think they're they're more they're more known for their own series. Yeah. Um, but seeing them on screen was delightful. I do have a question. Is Matt Bomer still a star? It just looked like he went off on his own. Yeah. He's not no, out of the show. Very much in it. Okay. He's very good, much good, in good. it. Okay. Yeah. And, like, but one thing I got happy, like his bandages unravel when he flies into space at the end of number one. So I thought like, Oh, like we're going to have Matt Bomer for this show. Like not some other body actor that he's voicing over, but his bandages come back on pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, Matt Bomer's like I have other things going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really it's off to such a good start. Yeah, there's just there's a moment in episode two that is so joyful and wonderful. Oh, I can't wait for you to see it. Doom Patrol. Well, I watched Titans, which I'm also not going to talk about because Brett hasn't seen it yet. And Titans, our characters are coming the, back. But it's a Raven episode. Yeah, we finally see where Raven's coming from. So, well, we have lots to talk about next week. So many shows. Ooh, so I many shows. Donna Troy back. So many shows. I will say your oh my answer God. to that question, it is answered in that episode. But I'm not uh, going to tell you what That's happens. great. But you know what? I don't think we talked about last episode where there was a sex scene with Superboy. Oh, yeah. Superboy and uh, Blackfire. Blackfire fucked. It's kind of sweet, though. Super- it's kind of sweet. They're, they kind of dig each other. Superboy's body is also kind of yeah. sweet, and I dig that. And it is so cute, though, when Starfire walks in on them in her trance. And they're in bed together and they look up and Starfire's just standing at the foot of the bed. And Superboy, like, super speeds it naked out of there, covering his bits with a sheet. Like, yeah. That was that was a good, funny moment. Um, yeah, and there was a moment of vulnerability with uh, Blackfire where she's just like, if you don't yeah. really want this. And then he's like, no, I'm basically he was like, I was a virgin and I really like you. And you're like, oh, so they're like redeeming Blackfire. As like a part yeah, of the cast. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's a good addition. And I think Batgirl's a good addition. Yeah. Uh, I think she's really great. Well, she's more Oracle than Batgirl. She's more Oracle than Batgirl. Although that wheelchair wheel, wheelchair fight was great. Yeah. And I'm loving uh, Tim Drake. Well, Although he's he, very... He got, he got shot. Well, he's eccentric, centric. Central. Oh, I see the connection. The I see episode. the connection. He's yes, one of the center yes, characters. Yes, yes. Oh, I like. That's yeah, real good. It's real good. You know, it's good stuff. It's all good stuff, except for um, X Force and X Corp. Yeah, it's great. But I'm also going to throw it. this out there. HBO Max, they're fucking delivering it. They're killing it. Oh, they're killing, killing it. it. Disney Plus also really killing it, although yep. I'm still not aboard. I'm not into the Mandalorian stuff. Yeah, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Tits blow okay. Into... Did you ever say that in high school? <laughs> no. Did you watch any of that Star Wars Visions? It's where it's all Disney like an- where it's all like anime shorts. It's a different creators, yeah. No, because I just don't care about Star Wars that much. Yeah, well, there's a Marvel one coming. That I will fucking watch. I'll watch the fuck out of that. Hell yeah. They should do like an X-Men one just because they can. Throw us some kind of a bone. I started sobbing, not sobbing, whining, um, talking really. 
to my husband during the last What If, and I was like, you know what one of the best things about What If was when I read the comic book series? And he was like, oh, God, what? And I was like, that it was about the X-Men. Yeah. That's what I really... Those were my favorite What Ifs. Remember the What If, um, where it was like, what if the Phoenix came back? Never died. Or, or, or like with, with, and it was the Grant Morrison run where the Phoenix come back and then like, um, and Kitty Pride gets murdered and then like, and yep. then Emma tries to take it. That one was like, shit, that shit was hardcore. I love all that shit. I love that shit. Anyway. I remember like, what if Xavier became the juggernaut? I remember yeah. that. No, it's good. Ugh. Okay. Well, what if we Enough. ended the show? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> um, there's so much to talk about, and we are going to keep on talking about it. If you, if there's a show we're missing that's coming out that you think you're like, hey, why are you not talking about this show? Uh, send us DMs um, on social media. Let us know, um, and we'll try to figure it out. Maybe we'll watch it, or if it looks too boring, maybe we won't. If it's something gay, let us know. We want to see gay shit. I love gay shit. I do too. Let's fucking bring it on. Tell us about it. And Bring it on. Tell us about it. And uh, this is one thing you should know about comics, Brett. One I don't know if thing. you're aware of this. Um, did you know that if you read comics, that what? it will make you <gasps> queer? Uh, it I does. did know that. Bye. 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 Bye.